Success. Man, it's a fickle thing. We think we want it. We think it's just around the corner. And yet we watch people that have, quote unquote, achieved the highest level of success. And many of them don't feel it. What are we looking at? What are we measuring? And should we adjust the things that we measure each week to make sure we feel successful? Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. All right, let's do a little state of the union here. The weather has changed in Reno, Nevada. No, I'm not happy about it, though I do love fall. I didn't get enough paddleboarding in. Paddleboarding and mountain biking, that is majestic. Well, that's not entirely true. Paddleboarding, mountain biking, and hiking. So if anyone ever wants to know like my ideal day, it would have all three of those components and copious amounts of coffee and Thai food. I'm just planning. Like, I'm, I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm taking myself out here and I'm going to have all of those things, but I didn't get enough of that in. And now the weather seems to have turned. Fingers crossed. We're going to get a few more warm days because I live right next to Lake Tahoe. Talked about it many times. The jewel of the Sierras and it is freaking gorgeous. But that's all right. We're We're into September. We're getting into the fall months and I'm just going to lean in, but secretly hope for another warm day. Um, so I started this podcast, I'm talking about success. And through my years, I've worked with some remarkably successful people. They've reached the pinnacle of financial success, the pinnacle of, of, of fitness. I've worked with elite athletes, billion dollar buyouts. Some of them are just unbelievable, you know, philanthropists and have done such remarkable things. But what is interesting is when you ask them about success, most of them still don't feel successful each week. They're too focused on what they may have missed each week. They get caught in the same mortal coil as the rest of us. What gives? There are lots of reasons why this happened, many of which are covered in marvelous books like The Gap and the Gain. Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan absolutely love both of them. They write phenomenal books. We need to have them on Pivot Me. There's lots of reasons why this happens, but when I look at a smattering of data. What I always want to do is just break it down into a couple of simple steps that we could do to address the the data. Instead of going, okay, well, let's look at this encyclopedia of data on why people don't experience success or why people never achieve success. Instead, I'd rather just break it down into a simple tool that both helps us stay on track, but also helps us appreciate the feeling of achievement each week. Let me tell you what that is a personal success dashboard. When you're running a company or a team or a department, you typically have a dashboard, a visual element so you can quickly determine the health of the department or company, measuring things, KPIs. It's a quick temperature check. For all purposes, this can be similar, for some purposes, this can be similar to like a wheel of life or wheel of business that we've done before, um, a way to check in with ourselves. But this tool is used in a different way. 
Let's say I want to know how Pivot Me is doing at a glance. There are some numbers, some details that can help me see the effectiveness of our efforts, if we're staying on track to our goals. And, and we can achieve these things by putting in the right inputs, the right lead indicators, you'd say, in business. They will lead to the desired results. Okay, great, April. How does this apply to my life? Glad you asked. Well, our life should also have a dashboard too but more around things that help point us in the right direction and also help us feel the achievement we are having each week. Otherwise, we will make the error of recency. The most recent mistake that we've made will make it bigger than it is and go, oh, this always happens. And oh, I'm I'm gonna miss my goal. And we forget these massive wins we just had the week before. Ultimately, I just want us looking at a couple of indicators that really help us feel successful But I don't mean, you know, placating ourselves, like enjoy and lean in to the successes that we're making, but also be like warning lights on if we're getting off track. So let me tell you what what I mean by this. When I presented this in the mastermind, people were were at first going, okay, was this kind of like a form of goal setting? And I said, no, 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 it's it's just what do you need to measure each week so that your week feels good? And we'll keep you on track. We'll keep you on track to your larger vision. So let me give you some examples that we went through. And we don't want this to be hard because if this is a dashboard of success, we want the measurements to be very easy to to make. So this is what we did in the Pivot Me Academy. So um, I walked through some examples and, and the team came up with their own and they said, okay, here's the things that I would look at if I was trying to have a successful week and experience the successful week. So if you're a business owner, one of the obvious things, someone said, I, I track weekly sales. That helps me um, know if I'm being successful at work. Uh, someone else said, the number of times I went for a run each week. It's okay if it's less than three. Uh, if it's, it's okay if it's less than four, but not okay if it is less than three. Um, another person, actually two people said, I want to track meaningful conversations. My week feels successful and enjoyable when I have meaningful conversations and both of them worked remote and that can be a little hard when you work remote. Fourth thing uh, someone else said was um, a coffee date with their spouse. They wanted to track that every week they had a coffee date with their spouse because it contributed to their feeling of success and also rolled up to a larger goal, which was strengthening their marriage. Actually, we had a couple people on there that had uh, calling their mother Like that was something that they wanted as a dashboard of success. They said it's easy to get uh, pulled into their business and they wanted to make sure that they made that call once a week. Um, Another guy said, I want want to make sure I'm doing a team meeting every week. It's very easy for me to skip those. I mean, these are simple things, guys. One of the ones that I discussed was having an elevated conversation with my kiddos. I wanted to have a meaningful conversation with them that's not around how was your day at school and goes a little bit deeper. Like, who'd you sit with at lunch today? How did you feel? Was there any, any time where you felt scared or felt proud of something that happened today? And those conversations get increasingly difficult when they get into the teen years. But I wanted to work real hard to have that as one of my my success indicators. People said Orange Theory, going to Orange Theory each week or a Peloton workout, that they wanted to put this on their dashboard, a new experience, a new cafe, a new restaurant. We had two people say, I want to make sure I do an ice bath each week. Got my daughter at school. These were all things that when people tried to define what success looked like to them, Uh, it's nice, the trophies, yeah, the TED Talks are nice and all those things and there's nothing wrong pursuing those. But from a week by week basis, it was truly simple things that would help them be successful and more importantly, feel successful. There's a lot of people out there who are successful. They don't feel it. So let's break this down into steps. (laughs) 
Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. Step number one, identify two to three things that roll up into success for you. Things that are easy to track. Don't make this some complicated dashboard. Remember, uh, complexity is the enemy of execution. I believe that was Tony Robbins. Keep it simple, stupid. We want these to be easy. It can be, I want to go on three walks a week. I want to pick up my kids from school. I want to get two workouts in, four workouts in, six workouts, whatever it is. Number one, identify the things. Number two, schedule them in. When are you going to pursue those things? I want to make sure that I have an elevated conversation with my kiddos and I'm going to do that when I pick them up on Monday or Wednesday. Number three, invite accountability. In these steps, accountability often shows up because when we make a goal and then we tell nobody about the goal and we don't tell anyone why we struggle with actually achieving the goal, it makes it a lot harder to get the goal. So invite accountability. It takes a bold person to invite accountability. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are a bold person, my friend, and I think you already know that. Invite accountability. And I will just say, most of us are good at inviting accountability to the things that we're already good at. You like hear you hear me on that because I totally have done that in the past. Like, oh, I'll invite accountability on this thing I'm going to knock out of the park. But this thing over here that I have a hard time staying accountable to, mm, I'm not going to tell anyone about that. If that is you and you have a hard time inviting accountability on the things that you actually need accountability on, don't. Like, you're better than that. Invite accountability. Make it a safe person. It's fine. But tell someone that this is your success dashboard. These are the things that you want to crush each week and they make you feel successful. If we can't put it into words, then it is real hard to achieve each week or even know if you've arrived. So let's give it words. Let's do these three steps. When we did this exercise in the Pivot Me Academy, Ben said, you know what? What would be on my success dashboard is the exact day that I just had today, which was convenient for me. Thanks, Ben. He said, I swam in the sea, which by the way, hold on a second. This is my Ben story here. Did you know that swimming, I'm assuming, let me make an assumption here. Okay. So in the US, I, this is not the phrase we use and this surprised me. In the UK, they call swimming in the sea wild swimming, wild swimming. Is this, is this a thing? I don't know. I've traveled a lot, but I did not know. How have I lived all these years? How long have I walked this earth and not know it's called wild swimming? I now want to use this phrase all the time. So he said, he goes, I guess that's different than pole swimming. He's probably listening to this right now. Ben, don't cut this out. Ben, don't cut this out of the podcast. I love it. So he, uh, he did wild swimming. Uh, he said, I swam in the sea. I made music. I jumped on a call with you. The version of me a year ago would have been jealous of the day I just had. This is brilliant. So I would put all of these things on my success dashboard. Swimming in the sea, aka wild swimming, making music, and having a meaningful conversation. 
whatever your success dashboard doesn't need to look like anybody else's. It doesn't have to have sales numbers on it. It doesn't have to have prospects called. It doesn't have to have any of the traditional metrics. I mean, if you guys are already clearly measuring your business metrics, then you may not need to have anything related to business. But I do want at the end of the week, every Sunday night, I want your head to hit that pillow and go, you know what? It's a damn good week, man. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it never is. It was perfect enough. Do the work to identify what your success dashboard would be. And remember, invite accountability. You can tell us here at Pivot Me, info at pivot-me.com. And we'll check in with you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.